best and that's why that's why I play the game. But to be the best, you have to win. And that's what drives me. He's the best player in the game. It's just that simple. There's nothing that Kobe Bryant can't do. He will defend your best player. He will shoot from the perimeter. He will get all in your mug. He will do whatever it takes. He is the most complete basketball player in the game today, bar none. He has an assassin's mentality. I said this week, I said this when the trade went down, and I'll repeat it again. Who's starving for an NBA World Championship more than Kobe Bryant? There is no one. This guy is And let's go. We are back. This is the Ball and Roll Pick and Pod. Don't forget, ballandroll.com, your place for the best basketball content on the web. Shop.ballandroll.com, your spot for the hottest merch on the web. We got a packed episode for you guys. Lots to discuss. It's Super Bowl week. We're going to talk about it. Kansas City Chiefs are playing the San Francisco 49ers. We'll talk some Raptors. But before we do any of that, the basketball world was hit with some tragic news on Sunday. Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and seven other people were killed in a tragic helicopter accident. We're going to honor Kobe on this episode. We're going to talk about his career, the influence he had over so many people. Um, before we get into that, Kevin, what's happening, my man? Oh, you know, man. Living my best life, working as hard as I can, barely getting any sleep. At the same time, the past few days, just waking up, balling, dude. All I can do is, you know, first, my routine usually when I wake up is go through TikTok. And all TikTok is right now is Kobe videos with, like, sad songs attached to it. And all I can do is just sit over there crying like a little baby, man. The the torn Achilles game where he stepped out there and hit that free throw. You know, the massacre against uh, Toronto Raptors with that 81-point game. Yeah. Just destroying everybody at the MSG, being the MSG, New York's daddy. You know, like, yeah. I miss, you know, Kobe was Kobe was something else, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, other than that, been good. What about you, Rich? How's everything going? Um, I First of all, I find it interesting that you're a morning TikTok guy because I go to oh, sleep watching TikTok guy. videos. I'm a, yeah, I'm a nighttime TikToker. Um, but anyways, everything's good. Uh, living, living life works good. I just got a fresh cut today right before, um, before I came in today. Uh, but yeah, otherwise everything's been okay. But first of all, we also have a special guest with us. Uh, Wendy, how's it going, dude? Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, it's going well. Uh, about as good as it can be right now after you know seeing that tragic news but uh you know life's gotta go Uh, on yeah no uh, that's that's completely understandable um let's just start off with this how did you guys just even find out about this because i'm gonna start off with me um i'm in my house it's a sunday um i just got back from uh, rangers fan fest and i'm having a great, great morning, not working. And I get a couple of texts from two people like simultaneously going like, holy shit, bro. Oh my God. Um, and, and I see these text messages and right away I'm like, okay, the Raptors probably just made a massive trade. Cause like my one, my one buddy's a big basketball fan. He's like, holy shit. Did you see what just happened? So I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, did Kyle Lowry just get traded? Go on Twitter 
And yeah, that wasn't what happened. Um, and I was just super, super shook. Like it, 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 I don't think it even set in yet. You know, like Wendy, like how, how did you find out? Cause it's just, it's so weird thinking Man. that Kobe is just gone. Yeah. That's Go the ahead. best way. Like, cause I was coming out of a movie theater and you know, I'm data off and then I turn on my data and you know how you get those Apple news updates yeah, like period, and you're just like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I, I check in, it says Kobe Bryant dead in the helicopter crash, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what? Like Kobe? And it's just like this is the guy who walks off the court with a torn Achilles, and mm-hmm. you know he's just this absolute legend, and you think he's invincible, and and then you read the story, and you know more and more victims are coming out. Obviously, his 13 year old daughter, there was seven other victims plus those two and it just gets sadder and sadder as you read more about it and it's just mm-hmm. such a terrible tragedy you know what, what about you kevin man okay so mine is a it's a little funny not a funny story it was it's a little messed up so i was running ball at the rec center over here you know and then one of the guys who was with me who was on my team he was wearing kobe's and he was going off and when i'm running ball i usually have my phone off sitting on the side right and then during one of the breaks, I just go and look at my phone, and then my girl texts me, like, KB died, right? And I was like, oh, who's KB? I couldn't think of that. Kobe Bryant just didn't get associated with KB at that time because yeah. that, doesn't, that doesn't cross yeah. your mind that Kobe dying. He's only 41. That's just that's the last thought in your mind, right? And then I just went along, didn't even think twice about it. I thought it was just, like, some other celebrity or something like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and my boy was going off, the one that was wearing the Kobe's. And I was like, yo, my man Kobe out here. And then one of the guys is like, yo, Kobe died. And I thought he was joking. So I laughed. I was like, ha, ah, nah, he resurrected him right now. Looking at him out here dropping like 12 points. And then later on, I go and look at my phone. My Twitter's blowing up. You messaged me and everything. And Kobe died. I was like, oh, shoot. I seem like a psychopath to everybody in the gym right now. Somebody said Kobe Bryant yeah. died. And all I did was laugh. But it hit me right then and there, man. I, I don't I didn't know how to feel because Kobe, more than his basketball abilities, was everything that he did off the court as well. The way he was yeah. able to motivate everybody else, like Richard Sherman talking about how he didn't want anybody to carry him off the field while he tore his Achilles because Kobe did the same thing. Kobe had that quote, mm-hmm. right? Different animals, same beast type thing. It, and it came into your mentality like growing up, what you did was, you know, every shot you put up, you yell Kobe. You know, every time you got hurt, you're like, you know what? I'm going to play through it no matter what because that's what Mamba does. That's a Mamba mentality. That's the winner's yeah. mentality, doing what it takes to win. It, mm-hmm. All of that just disappeared just like that. Oh, man, I was shook. I yeah. Was shook. It's it's weird because, like Wendy mentioned it, you picture Kobe being like this immortal dude, like a yeah. superhero. Um, I wrote I wrote an article for Ball and Roll uh, the other day. Um and I said one of the things I commented in there was that I remember the first ever basketball game I've ever watched in my life. I was five years old. I was with my dad and it was Lakers versus Raptors. The Lakers had like their purple and gold jerseys on. And that's the first time I watched Kobe play. Shaq was playing. Um, it was it was, I think, in like the year 2000. So right in the middle of their dynasty. So that was the first time I saw Kobe play. And I was a five year old kid. And it seems like with a guy like him, you just you grow up with him. Like all of us, like uh, Kev, you're 26. I'm 25. Like we grew up with his career 
and he just seemed like this superhero this this entire time like mm-hmm. tears his achilles takes takes his free throws he plays through injuries he he's larger than life and you picture him being like that dude who becomes an ambassador to the sport for 40 years after retirement like you expect him sitting courtside like yeah. you see bill russell or oscar robertson yeah. nowadays you picture kobe being that guy in 40 years you know and it's just when i first heard about the news and when I, i'm just scrolling through twitter and i have no idea how to react because it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it actually happened and hasn't yeah. set in and you you watch the raptor game they do their uh the 24-hour shot clock violations and yeah. it's like it's starting to set in and it's it still just doesn't feel real and then i remember it around like 6 p.m so about seven hours after i heard the news a buddy of mine sends me a tmz video of the actual crash and that's when it's like okay fuck and then like i kind of cry i'm like holy jesus like that sucks um yeah that that's that's really the thing like with with like i completely agree with you guys like um wendy first of all how how old are you like i'm guessing you also grew up so i did yeah i did grow up with kobe this is like the first dude that you just you grow up with throughout sure. your life. I mean, you, you you look at you look at the Mount Rushmores, right? Um, or like the greatest of the era. I've never like when it comes to the goal conversation. I don't like to put a one definitive goal. I believe in greatest of each era. At a certain time, yeah. it was Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan ruled one era, and then he passed the torch over to Kobe. Kobe ruled a certain era, and then after that, Kobe passed it over to LeBron. Right now, but you know, when we grew up, the moment when we fell in love, you know, through our youth. Kobe was that guy. Kobe was the guy who, you know, he had that killer mentality. He could go for like zero for 20 in a game, but he will still come out there and put uh, put up that game winning shot because that's what that's what that's the type of guy Kobe was. More than that, Kobe was bigger than the game in itself. I mean, you you mm-hmm. you don't even realize what goes on behind the scenes till now when people are releasing like old messages where oh, like yeah. Sharif O'Neal, uh, Shaq's son. Kobe reaches out to him whenever he just needs to talk or something like that. He checks in on him and be like, yo, you good or whatever. He reaches out to like Neymar, who's in a completely different sport in a whole other continent to see how he's doing and everything like that. Kobe is far bigger than just a basketball game. And that's the craziest thing that you saw post uh, the, the incident. Everything that transpired, the eight seconds runoff or like Devin Booker and Trey Young taking 24 shots, combining for how much was it? 81 points. I think 81 points, 81 points and, think, yeah, and eight boards yeah. and all that. that. That doesn't happen for any other player out there. It goes to show what Kobe stood for. It's insane, man. It's insane. huge loss for the basketball world. That's what it was. And I don't yeah. know if you remember Kobe's retirement game against Utah Jazz. Even before that, yeah, that, that yeah. video, what was that video? Or I love basketball. Oh, I forgot the name of the video. Oh, it, yeah. it, 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 got a like nomination. The, yeah, dear basketball. Dear basketball. Oh, man. I kept on rewatching that over and over again, over oh, and over yeah. and over again, because that reminds us of our own childhood, you know, rolling up the sock into a ball, throwing it into yeah. the bu- basket. But like he went above and beyond from just like any other kid that went to yeah. show the type of player that he was on the court instead of, you know, watching cartoons and everything. He was watching a tapes, game tapes yeah. Yeah. of the games that happened before and not even the current games, like maybe a year or two before he's just watching that just to understand the game, learn it. And one of my favorite documentaries of all time is Kobe's documentary Muse. And uh, Rich, yeah. you've seen that one, right? I think so. I, I, I think I saw it. That, that, it talks about if his I, first ever 
playoff yeah. game that he ever played where he had one of the worst games of his career. But instead of going home and just like just chilling or going out and partying because he's a drafted Laker player, what he ended up doing was driving to the closest court and then just putting up shots and crying. And that's the type of guy yeah. he was, man. Mm-hmm. Kobe, man. Kobe and Bryant. Yeah. And Wendy, I'll throw it over to you. Like, uh, Kevin touched a lot of things, but how would how will how should people remember Kobe? How will you remember Kobe? Well, I think just just touching on what Kevin was talking about with the you know watching the deer basketball. I think if you watch everything from his farewell tour, it really hits differently now. Like the ad where he's directing the symphony of people hating yes. him, and it's just like because it's obviously a farewell to the NBA, but now it's just like wow, like he was such a legend that it's almost like he was, I don't you know what I mean? Where it's, mm-hmm. this whole thing was scripted and, you know, this is maybe how it was going to happen because he was just such a, but I'll, I'll just remember him as just a legend, man. Like he was, you yelled Kobe when he threw something in the trash. You know, he, he had mm-hmm. the Mamba mentality, eight or 24. He was so good. He got two numbers retired, like, it's just he's so much bigger than the game Mm. and the fact is if you're in the league man like you either knew kobe grew up watching him or both like there was no Mm -hmm. everyone honored him and that that's how i think he'll be remembered it's just basketball yeah yeah it's it's honestly just really insane when you think about the reception that this whole this whole thing has gotten like most of us have never met Kobe yet. You see like right outside of the Staples center. So many people are just there crying, like, like screaming all on the streets. Like Kevin said, he wakes up and he, he kind of tears up when I watched that, uh, helicopter crash video. I was like, Holy shit. Like now I feel like I'm about to cry. We, most people, so that just comes back to my original point. Most people haven't ever met Kobe, yet you see the influence he has on people. You see in the Philippines, they, uh, I think they painted the mural for Kobe and his daughter. Yeah. You know, you see in uh, in Italy, uh, I think it was AC Milan, they have Kobe signs. They, you see it in Toronto, they have Kobe signs. The, the Toronto Blue Jays have this uh, a Kobe thing right outside the Rogers Center, you know. It just shows what kind of impact Kobe has had all over so many people. When when the news first broke out, the thing I initially thought of was Roy Halladay, how he passed away from that yeah. from that um, plane crash. But this is just on such a grander scale, just because of the influence that basketball has on the entire world. Um, like I don't know if you guys can, will agree with me on this, but from like basketball for me is something that's always been driven by star players. So yeah, like Michael Jordan retires, you feel the loss of a Michael Jordan. Yes. Um, when, when Kobe Bryant retires, you're like, Oh God, like you feel that loss and magic Johnson, Larry bird. I feel like with a sport like football, you see guys retire that are superstars, but yeah, the, football is never really about the the individual stars it's about teams it's about coaches it's about like it's about the championships it's about the super bowls so it, with football life just goes on you know tom brady is paying manning retired and he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time 
Life goes on. Brett Favre retires. Life goes on. With the NBA, it's so different because of how star-driven the league is. So when Kobe retired, it's insane. And then when Kobe passes passes away, it's complete pandemonium. Yeah. You know, yeah. like do you guys do you guys feel that? Well, I agree because I think you know Roy Halladay is a Hall of Fame pitcher, mm-hmm. unbelievable, and like again, such a tragic story, but. He wasn't in your face just by the nature of baseball. He wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, there's five guys on a court and the best player usually dominates the game. And in baseball, there's 25 guys in the roster and Roy's pitching once every five days, whatever. So, like, Kobe's playing in LA. He had fans all over the world, like, no mm-hmm. one has ever had. So, I, yeah. I agree with you that it, it's just a sport. And, like, when, you, man, mm-hmm. if you just say Kobe, you know yeah. who I'm talking about. And I think exactly. once, you reach, once you reach that level of stardom, um, mm-hmm. it's just obviously going to affect a lot of people. Yeah. And I guess the next question that we should ask is, what do you think is the proper way of honoring Kobe moving forward? Obviously, he's on the ballot. Um, I think they made an announcement today <laughs> that yeah. he's going to be automatically like voted in, which, I mean, thank you. He's, I, he was going to be a... I, I actually have an issue with that yes. because I think there, I, I messaged you this earlier today, Kevin. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think that, first of all, Kobe Bryant's a first ballot hall of famer. You don't have to make an official announcement. Yeah. He was going to be voted in. <laughs> it's, it's obvious. It's Kobe fucking Bryant. Exactly. Um, but I, I think that with honoring a guy like Kobe, I don't think we should do stuff like this. Because that takes away from what the Hall of Fame is. Right. I, and I think a guy like Kobe would have probably preferred to be voted in. Like he wanted to, he yeah. would probably wanted to get in the hard way, which I mean, this would probably be the easiest thing that he would ever accomplish in his life. But I think it just takes away from what the Hall of Fame is. You can't just, you can't do this sort of no. things in my also, you know? it's a disservice to Kobe itself, him himself, yeah. because the thing is that he, I get it. If it's any other regular Joe, fine, whatever, give him the honorary um, uh, entrance into the Hall of Fame. But at the same time, Kobe, he earned that spot. Whether he passes away now or not, he was going to get into the Hall of Fame first ballot. No questions. This guy, you're talking about a five-time sure. NBA champion. Yeah, in two yeah. numbers, yeah. in two different jersey numbers, he put up record record yeah. stats out there. This is a guy who dropped 81 points against. I'm sorry, the Raptors, but at the same time, that's he, okay. He, I was asleep. I, I was. Like, <laughs> that's a yeah, I don't. So what? That. It was a West Coast game. I. <laughs> Man, the Raptors were, were, dude. The Raptors were up at halftime. I remember yeah. this game. They were oh, up my, at halftime. Were like, like, like three years old. Uh no no no. How old was were like, you? I, I just celebrated. No, I just celebrated my bar mitzvah, something like oh, that. They okay. Yeah, it was like my bar, bar mitzvah year, and uh, I go to bed. It's because it's a West Coast game, and the Raptors are up by for like ten or twelve points at halftime. Kobe has like thirty points or something, so not, not a big deal. Just a regular Kobe game. Then I wake up the next morning, and it's uh, oh, the Raptors lost. Oh, Kobe had eighty-one points. It's insane, and. Yeah, kind of like what Wendy says. If you say if you say Kobe, everyone knows who you're talking about. So if you're known worldwide by your first name, you should automatically be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. no, That's, he, he will be. He like yeah, yeah he he was going to be unanimous no matter what. Yeah, I I, I actually but, saw a funny thing though. Um, it was I saw it on Twitter and it was 
Richard Jefferson, because they were talking about on the broadcast how it's going to be disappointing that, you know, they're not going to be able to hear Kobe's speech. And Richard Jefferson just said, well, he probably wrote it when he was nine because he was just like that kind of person. So like, uh, it it is, it's, and it's such a stacked class too, that I I actually do think they had to be like, well, he was going to get in regardless. I I don't even know. No, It, it is just weird to announce it now. Yeah, no, you're, yeah. you're so right that you could totally see him writing that entrance speech when he's that. Because like uh, another <laughs> yeah. thing, another thing from when he from his documentary, right? He talks about how when he won a championship, he never acted surprised. He never acted like he, you know, he was out of place because mm-hmm. every single thing that he did in his life was to get there. So he knew that moment was inevitable, and that's every championship that that was his mentality. And that's just the type of guy yeah. he was, man. That's mama mentality. Look at Norm Powell. Man balling out this shit yeah. thanks to mama mentality. Oh, yeah. He went to mama camp. That's Yo, I need to go to mama camp. That's what I need Dude. to do. That's what's going to step my game up. We all yeah, do. We, should take our, we should take our pod to mama camp. Mamba and then I have see, what to, see what happens see what happens to our fan base. Exactly. <laughs> 3 a.m., yeah. Yeah, but. Oh yeah, we're, we'll start record, dude. Mamba mentality. We'll start recording the pod at three a.m. Well, Texas three a.m. Um, or like Canada three a.m. Toronto uh, three a.m. Because uh, you know. They, no, I, I guess no. It has to be Toronto three a.m. Because two a.m. I'm still probably awake. So I get my one hour of sleep. I wake up. We record and then get into the gym for like ten hours and then we yeah. beat everybody to. We we beat everybody to the gym right after, um, but no, going you. back to the Richard, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, so go like, ahead. He, he was talking about yeah, this is one of his older interviews that I was watching recently. He was talking about practices, right? He talks about you know in order to be great, you know some people they wake up in the morning, get to practice by sometime around noon, noon to two, and then they go up, come back home, get rest, and then go back out like four to six, and then they come back home and rest and then sleep and then restart the next day. What he did was, you know, get to practice by 4 a.m., four to six, and then get back home, rest, and then back back out there from nine to 11, and then back home. And then it's like, what was it, three to five, and then blah, blah, blah. And he, it's like four or five practices in a day. That was Kobe, man. Yeah. And oh man, I for, I completely forgot what I was gonna say. But that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no. So it's, it's all good. Going back to that original question, and I'll start off with you, Wendy. Like, how how should Kobe be honored? It seems like everybody's planning to retire his jersey numbers. Um, a lot of players are changing their numbers, and I I know Spencer Dinwiddie uh, was yeah. number twenty four. Now he's 26. I think Norman Powell says that he's open to changing his number. Um, how, how do you think the NBA should honor Kobe? And especially with the All-Star game coming up, with the Hall of Fame, um, uh, whenever that's supposed to be, the Hall of Fame induction ceremony coming up, how do you think uh, this should yeah. unravel? I think the jersey thing should just be informal. Because I, I saw a Pacers player say he, didn't wanna, he wasn't going to change from 24 because... He's like, Kobe was my idol, and I want to honor him through wearing his jersey. So, you know, the, I think the jersey thing can be up to them. But I, I think I saw this on Twitter again, but I think the All-Star game, one team should wear eight, the other team wears 24. I think that's that would be a good thing. And then for the Hall of Fame, like, they should do something big, definitely. But you also don't want to, as bad as it sounds, you don't want to take away from the other guys who have worked countless hours to earn their you know, induction and they should be able to, it shouldn't just be like a somber event because of the tragedy, mm-hmm. but I, yeah. I have no, 
I, I just I want the All Star game. That's the only thing I really care about. Do something big for him there. Yeah, and uh, dude, I completely agree. I think the All Star game, you have to do something big for Kobe for the Hall of Fame induction. You have to do something big for Kobe and his family. Um, in terms of retiring the jerseys, I mean. I don't know if every every team should do it. I think, like for example, the Mavs. Uh, Mark Cuban yeah. said that they're going to retire twenty four. I think that's that's such a prisoner in the moment take. I, Kobe, the the reason why we retire jersey uh, jersey numbers is because of the contributions of that player to a certain team. I don't think we should retire a jersey across the entire league just because he passed away. There, there has to be more creative ways. There must be better yeah. ways to honor honor a player. I, I mean, like Norman Powell, um, he says he wears a jersey. Uh, uh, he wears twenty four because he grew up idolizing Kobe when he was, you know, he grew, he was growing up in California. Let him keep wearing that that number because everybody's honoring Kobe in their own way. I don't think exactly. retiring New Jersey, you know, it's just going to be weird. Madison Square Garden, you're going to what put up? Um, well, Madison Square Garden should retire Kobe's jersey because Kobe yeah. made that place. Like he he was that team's <laughs> dad for like a decade. So that that's that different. Was his home but arena, I mean, yeah. you know, that's his home arena. It's kind of like the Oracle is the Raptors' home arena away from home. Um, oh. Same same thing here. Yeah, the ch- well, yeah, the I mean, the the Warriors would, had to move to a different arena because they lost the their home. They, they lost, dude. Do not, do they not, lost do not make me pull out the asterisks because I will. Get a, get, I'm refraining just because you know it's, it's a tough day, so I'm gonna refrain. But at the same time, don't make me use it. I will use it. You can put an asterisk. The Warriors on Warriors lost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The dub. That's fair. No, I would take the dub any day. I wouldn't have yeah. about it. Yeah, I. I have a ring right across from me, a replica, but whatever. So I don't care about your asterisk. Oh, my Lord. oh, it's it's awesome. It's twenty five, twenty five ninety nine, and it's beautiful, and it looks real. And I tell everybody it's real. Which, they want to touch it. I say no. Which figure do you I put it on? Uh, um, it depends when you talk is shit about wedding ring. No, when not talk shit about the Raptors, I put it on my middle finger. Uh, when I feel happy, I put it on my on my forefinger. Strategic. Everything in my life is strategic. But um, let's kind of let's kind of move uh, move forward a little bit before we get into Raptor talk. Um, there's a dude on Twitter that we have to mention just just briefly. Kendrick Perkins is the most phenomenal Twitter personality of 2020. Like of all the horrible things that have been happening since 2020 started. You got to remember that Kendrick, like Kendrick Perkins, this is his decade and he is dominating this decade. Like the beef of the decade so far has been Perkins versus KD. And dude, like we talk about this separately, like with both you guys, like Kendrick Perkins is awesome. Like we need to get Kendrick Perkins on this podcast somehow. I know it might never happen. He'll probably never listen to it a single episode. (laughs) But we need to get Kendrick Perkins on this episode, on this podcast, to talk basketball and whatever. Honestly, open mic. He can talk about anything he wants, and we will engage. Like, Kevin, after, we need to, we, we need to yeah. make this happen. Yes, I mean, talk about this. After, talk about the after, old – I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, go after ahead. KD's go ahead, like Wendy. averaging two points, three rebounds, I'm like, uh, you know, KD kind of murdered him there. 
technically he uh, averaged 5.4 points and 5.8 boards and one assist per game. Okay, put some respect on Kendrick Perkins' name, but, nickname Perk, well, nickname Swamp Thing. Also, 0708 NBA champion. You cannot forget yeah. that. Hold that rank. You cannot. Yeah. Um. But okay. So after Kobe passed away, uh, Kendrick Perkins tweeted how he apologizes to KD and how he loves KD. I don't. KD hasn't responded, right? No, I don't. I don't think KD. I don't think KD. KD even cares. KD has to deal with Kyrie Irving right now. Do you think he has time for Kendrick Perkins? Kyrie Irving is dismantling Brooklyn Nets. He stepped on the court. Sorry, Kyrie loved Kobe, man. I thought like if he just retired, I would not be shocked. Kyrie retires right now. I I would not be surprised. Man, it's Kyrie Irving. Would you be surprised with anything that guy does? Yes, one hundred percent. That's I'll be true. Retires right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I, he was so close to Kobe, man. Like that is true. Yeah, he was his yeah. godfather, right? I think uh, Kobe was no, his godfather. He, no, no, his, his godfather was Rod Strickland, but oh, okay, he okay. FaceTimed him right after he won the championship, and like, damn, he hasn't uh-huh. said anything. He he sat out for personal reasons, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's probably like a one yeah. percent chance he does. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's just he's also out there too. But yeah, <laughs> yeah back to. Back to KD and Perk. Um, I, I doubt KD even cares what Kendrick Perkins thinks, right? Like, yeah. But dude, Kendrick Perkins, like, this is every single day. There is, and we're gonna get back on track after this. But every single day, there is a Kendrick Perkins tweet that you just love. This guy is becoming a Twitter personality. Like, if. Baseball doesn't work out for me. I want to become a Twitter personality and be exactly what Kendrick Perkins is right now. Dude, his tweet today, his oldest son just got in trouble at school for writing Kobe as the goat on his locker. And he called me all scared because he thought I would be mad. I told him, son, you did nothing wrong. Kendrick Perkins just canceled vandalism. I love it. No, okay. Can dude, the, uh, skip to his Shannon. Oh. I no, love but Ken, Kendrick is Eddie. just trying to, you know, I, I understand what he's trying to do. Like, under, first of all, let's not downplay his career. I, he didn't put up crazy numbers, but he served a purpose at a certain era of basketball, which was being a good screener. And Boston used him, you know, I think Cleveland used did, did Cleveland use him for a little bit. Yeah, player coach. I think he was a player coach over there. Yeah. But at the same just, time. Yeah, yeah but I, he played that role and he did he, he did that well. I'm not going to say he was the reason why they won that ring, even though he likes to say that he is. Uh, but he uh-huh. helped them a lot. But at the same time, yeah, like right he, now, what he's trying to do yeah. is just prop his career in uh, being a TV personality. In order to do that, you mm. need relevance. You need to be polarizing. So oh, that's all yeah. he's trying to do, man. Because you look at a guy oh, like yeah. Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith, the reason why they make millions and millions of dollars is because of their polarizing uh, uh, kind of takes on certain – uh, topics that are going on, right? That's what he's just trying to do right yeah. now. I respect well, the hustle. Dude, yeah, I, I like Perk, yeah. though, just to clarify. He's fun to make fun of, but like he, he's oh, yeah. a good NBA player. There's no, yeah, he he's just like, he, he is being that hot take guy, which is just easy to rip on. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. He he, but he did this. He did it all the smart way. He won a KD. He got clout. Now yeah. everybody, everyone's paying attention. Now he can do anything he wants. Like every week, he has his 
his random trade scenarios, oh, like Stephen Adams for Andre Drummond. Yeah. It's just, oh my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're, you're, there, there are some trades where you're just like, thank God these guys had agents growing up because <laughs> he just throws out player names, disregarding contracts. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Thank Thank God these guys had agents because imagine Kendrick Perkins like pulling a Richard Sherman and and trying to um, set up his own contract. That would be horrible. No, he'd um, ask for the max. Yeah. Oh yeah, he'd ask for the max every single time. <laughs> and he, and he, he he'd ask for the max too. every single. No, he he does, but because Kendrick it's Perkins, him. He'd oh, ask oh, for nine, the, let me just give you the stat. Uh, oh nine twenty ten. He played 78 games, started 78 games, and he averaged 10 points per game that season. I'm just yeah, saying. He, yeah, That's he, a max a contract player. number. Yeah. Uh, Dude, he – I mean, can you put that – Go ahead. No, go ahead, man. Oh, sorry. I was going to say his Gordon Hayward for Steven Adams trade was just the all-time best. I love mm-hmm. it. It makes it sense. Loses, right? Who says no? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> it makes sense. Teams get, uh, have their needs fulfilled at that point. I mean, so does the Andre Drummond, Stephen Adams trade. Take no, this expiring contract for, for four years of Stephen Adams getting $25 million a year. Who says no? That's the straight up trade. <laughs> I'm, a Steve, I'm a Stephen Adams stand here. <laughs> Oh, actually, he's yeah, a good play. but it's I like him. It's a good. He, I wouldn't take that. Trade, I think he's, he's no. a good player. Yeah, um, yeah. I Ken, think he's a perk, Kendrick he's if he's a perk type player. Yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go. Yeah. He's <laughs> fair. That's a fair comp. That's an interesting uh, comp. I refuse to. Uh, um, <laughs> well. Anyways, uh, one last point. If Kendrick Perkins ever had to dis- uh, discuss his own NBA contracts, he'd ask for the mask, but masks, but he would get like the veterans minimum for one year. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, before we get into some Super Bowl talk, let's talk about the Raptors, man. Uh, the Raptors are playing really good basketball. Their winners are seven straight. They are seven and zero since Marcus Gasol has come back because Marcus Gasol is the greatest defender in the world. Uh, they're about to win. They're eighth in a row. They're playing the Atlanta Hawks, who have Trey Young. And Ooh. Kevin, I, okay, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Kev, mm-hmm. you got to hear Wendy's take on Trey Young. Because, okay, hear this. Kev, wait, Kev, you like Trey Young, correct? You think he's a stud? He's good. He's right? a really good player. He's, okay, this is, this is what I'm saying. I just think he's oh. more Lou Williams than Steph Curry. I think he's a really good player, but they're 10 and 35. Like, you know what I mean? He's, like, he's just not. To me, I think they've just built their whole team around him and John Collins, and it's like mm-hmm. you guys put up numbers, but you know we're not really going to win games. And like, I hope he succeeds. I like his game. He pulls up from the logo. Like, maybe he can be on a winning team. You know, this lead guy, but he's just so small and doesn't play defense. So, yeah, no, I, I don't I, think I, he's a bad player. I could see where you uh, where that uh, analysis comes from, but I have a question for you. So mm-hmm. what makes you say that he's a Lou Will type of player than a Steph Curry player? Is it because of the win-loss purely or the game style? Yeah, I just think unless he gets in that system where he has the – because, you know, Steph Curry is not a great defender either, but he's got no. Clay, Draymond. So, like, yeah. unless he gets that system where he can have help, I just mm-hmm. think he might be better off the bench where it's like, hey, Trey, just go get yeah. 28 a night off the bench. And, like, you know, we can have – a 
you can bolster a second unit because I, I think yeah. that's underrated at times. People think coming off the bench is like, you know, oh, you can't be a good player. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. just don't know if he's a if his best role is the number one scorer on the finals team. That's all I'm saying. Ooh, okay. No, yeah. I, I I totally see where you're coming from. Uh, but at the same time, like Golden State. As soon as Steph uh, stepped on the court, what isn't the Golden State that we we saw in the past few years? It took years sure. of development, putting the right pieces around them, cha- having the code change to put the right system in there in order to, for them to create that dynasty of a Golden State team, right? I mean, I think the Hawks are still a very young team. Very you young. Know, DeAndre I, Hunter, I, they've been playing – he's been playing amazing. He's developing properly. Kevin Herter, he's doing what he has to do, just shooting threes, doing well. Uh, John, uh, uh, Collins, he's been stepping up, being a very aggressive big man. And also Cam, Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. Oh, I'm sorry. He's going to be their best player. He's going to be – The development over Cam time. Reddish. Dude, Cam Reddish is going to be the best player on that team in three years. Mark my That's words. That's not even a hot take. I like him. I like him. I, dude, I like Cam Reddish, man. If okay, if you if you like Cam Reddish, it's not a hot take. But there's a lot of people who hate on Cam Reddish, and I think Cam Reddish is incredible. And once he puts everything together, he's gonna be so good. And, well, I, I'm worried he could be Jeff Green, where it's like you see the flashes, and you're like, I'm oh, talking it, young young Jeff Green, where yeah. there nights we're like, oh my god, he's like maybe the best player on the floor, and then there's other nights where you're like, oh Jeff Jeff Green's on the court right now, like. I thought he was. I, I don't even see him out there. Yeah, like, yeah. Reddish can yeah, that's, disappear. That's, that's that's a good comp. That's a really yeah. good comp. But I hope he doesn't turn into Jeff Green. Uh, Kev, but going back uh, Kev, Wendy also. Point, uh, no, no, I just want to go back to the uh, original point to address yeah, yeah, the Ray Young for thing. Because I mean, I, there's there is a make or bust over here, right? It all depends on like if he is developed with the right system around him, and if the team is able to build around him properly. Realistically. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I have nothing against bench roles. I mean, you look at a guy like Lou Williams. You look at a guy like Manu Ginobili. They've been great assets to teams coming off the bench. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, Trey, he's a superstar. He is a starter. Yeah. Trey no, is a superstar. Like, this is a guy who right now is dropping 40, 45 points when he wants to. Like, he's a very talented yeah. player. I think with the oh, right yeah. system around him, he could be a Steph Curry type. I hate saying, you know, the next LeBron, the next Steph Curry, yeah. the next Kevin Durant. Let's just say, like, the next amazing player. Like, a ne- next Steph Curry type. Like, he has all the molds on being a Steph Curry type of player. Great handles, amazing shots, and he's a high IQ player as well. So, with the right development, you never know, man. You never know. No, yeah. He's like, ugly. Like, it's year two. He's ugly, yeah, though. That, that Who cares? He he's making money. Dude. Line, no, no, I know. He's ugly, but... When matter. you talk he about like a face, that we ever will. doesn't matter. He's that's why we need Cam Reddish to step up and become the That'd greatest be basketball too. player in the world. Because because I mean, you can't have Trey Young be the face of that organization. We need <laughs> we need Cam Reddish to step up. Um, well, this is great Raptor talk, guys. Um, any any. Any, any comments on the Raptors? Uh, Pascal Siakam just got uh, named All Star starter. They were winners I, I of have, seven straight games. I have a Raptors take, and Go for it's it. not a right now because I, I think they're a good team right now. I think OG Ananobi is just going to win like six Defensive Player of the Year awards. Ooh. I think he's so good at defense, man. He is insane. And he's I'm insane looking, defensively. I'm at his year three versus Kawhi's year three, 
and Kawhi was a bit better. And like, he was literally like just a little bit better in every single category. And I, I don't think OG is going to be the next Kawhi at all, but I just think with him, I think him and Pascal, man, I really think that's going to be special in like five years if they can keep them both. Right. And, and then Giannis uh, is going to be there too. So, <laughs> so yeah, you're going to have Giannis. I have a con- that body. No, not now, Kevin, your team oh, sucks. Anyway, no I, way. I no, have no Giannis is coming to my- Chicago Bulls before he ever steps in Toronto Raptors gear. That's facts. <laughs> I'm going to save this right here. No, we're going to get Anthony Davis and Giannis Antetokounmpo, and LeBron's going to look over over at us. It's like, oh, man, they're looking good. Let me go join them, too. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. No, I have a... I want, yeah. (laughs) Dude, if... um, We we have a bet, Kevin and I, that if Giannis joins the Raptors, you got to be a Raptor fan, correct? Yes. So, so Wendy, let me let me just uh, paint the scenario where this actually where I made this bet. I was two. Um, what was it? Two two wine spritzers deep. It was white wine spritzers. So I was getting a little litty. So okay. when that happened, you know, my my ego side came out of me and I was like, yo, ain't no way he's going to be a Toronto Raptor. But I'm still stand by it. I'm still standing by it. Well, I, oh, I can't. Yeah, I don't I can wait. Oh man, that's so no, do uh, Richard. I have a question. Do you genuinely believe sure. this will come to? No, 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 yes. sure. no, no, no. It's a yes or yes, no. yes or no. Yes, I yes. Think, I just think he's, he's gonna not. be the guy who's gonna just stay in Milwaukee. I don't think he's going anywhere. No, yeah, no, I could see no. that more than that. Yes, one hundred percent. Why would you no. want Giannis, man? That's my question. Uh, I see, that's a silly question. Why would you not want Giannis? Because you have Pascal. But it's Giannis. Yeah. What's why not have Pascal both? and Yanis? Why not exactly? Why not have both? Look, I'm, I'm not. Really? I don't know where to I, go with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to follow that up. I'm willing to take a risk <laughs> on it, though. Like I'm willing to dabble in the Pascal Siakam and Giannis like it's combo like, for like. like, hey, like you have I, a I, I why do you I want another pot of gold? of having two tall guys who can handle the ball and pass and score elite and, you know, defend really well. I just don't think, uh, I don't think that's going to sit really well on a team, man. Two guys that could do everything well on the <laughs> basketball court. I'm trying to be, try, trying to be, uh, two seven-footers who can dissect the defense crazy athletic, Dude. but also working on the three-point shot. Mm. Dude, no, I'm, I'm, I'm straight up chilling there. Imagine, and then we can keep Marcus Alls to be our a defensive anchor down down low, and OG Ananobi is going to be the sixth. Dude, no one no one's going to score on the Raptors. That's not good. Yeah, that's a thing. It's like, like with one stars versus uh, two loose. With oh, yeah, with OG Yon, and and Nick Nurse is a genius. He's going to figure something out. He's going to like whip out the offensive version of the box Give them and one or, or Pascal. Yeah. Exactly. Ah, that yeah. insane. <laughs> Nick Nurse Dude, is just we... going to find some guy in the street and turn him into the sixth man. Uh, yeah. Well, Davis. that's what, There we go. That's essentially what the Raptors do with half their roster. So we'll figure <laughs> it out. But, um, anyways, uh, the Super Bowl's coming up. Let's wrap things up with some are, are Super Are you Bowl getting part. in on any, any exotic prop, prop bets? Oh, dude, I am spending so much money. Are you this getting week. it on De- Demi Lovato action on her national anthem? 
Oh, she's singing the. Oh, yeah. oh well, I think, I'm gonna, I think the old well, render is set at like 150 or 155, if I'm not well, wrong. Well, the so what I did was because I love gambling on football, as everybody knows. I have so many promo codes that I kept until this weekend. Oh, so I'm gonna use all of them, and I'm gonna spend so much because here's how the season went. I need the season to end, but I kind of want it to keep going because I just want to keep gambling. But, dude, uh, I'm just looking at BetMGM right now, and there's so many things that I'm going to be throwing my money at. I'm going to be I'm going to be so depressed on Monday morning when I get to work. Let's 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 start. Let's start without like not not getting into all the all the betting stuff. Who's going to win this game? Wendy, we're going to start off with you. Who's winning this game? Putting me on the spot. Uh, I'm going to say a red team is going to win the game. <laughs> no, I but, think uh, I think the Niners. I, I got to go with the Niners. Okay. So I actually I have the Niners as well. I think their defense is insane. But yeah. honestly, I'm flip flopping every day. Like yesterday, uh, a, a week ago when I talked to you, Kev, I said Niners. Yesterday, I was like, oh my God, Richard Sherman covering Tyreek Hill or Nicole Hardman. That's going to be, that won't be pretty. There's so many offensive options that KC uh, has. So yesterday, I'm like, okay, maybe KC is going to win because Mahomes is, is sick and their offense is sick and their defense is coming together. And now. The past couple, and now, I don't know. I, I keep flip flopping. I'm gonna go with the Niners because I think their defense is insane, and I think they're gonna they're gonna be able to get that key stop at the end of the game to win. That's my that's my bet. I, I what you see got, both, Kev? both your both your picks, but at the same time, I'm going with the team with the Hawaiian shirts, them swaggy boys coming through. <laughs> the Chiefs, man, Patty Mahomes. I'm riding with my boy Patty Mahomes and the big old truck called Andy Reid. Tyreek Hill is a cheetah for a reason, man. This guy burns everybody. First of all, if you don't cover him, Sammy Watkins open. If you don't cover him, Travis Kelsey open. And like at the same time, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's gonna find anybody. You can put a go kart out there and push it, and Patrick Mahomes will find that boy, man. It's like, yeah. This is a very talented team. Many defenses throughout the year have tried to stop this guy. This is an off year, and he's still putting up big numbers. He's he's another type of creature. I don't, like it's going to be a fun game. I'm a huge Patriot fan, Wendy, but at the same time, last year's Super Bowl was as satisfying as it was to add another ring to my finger. It, you know, it was not as electric as the Super Bowl should have been. But this Super Bowl, I can guarantee it's going to be fun. It's going to be fireworks. It's going to be touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I don't care about the defense. That's why I'm not taking defense into account over here. It's, it's just going to be the team that's going to be able to score, I don't know, 56 over 50 or some shit like that. It's going to be it's going to be exciting, dude. You're trying to tell me so you didn't wait, like all are those we... punts? I'm sorry? Wait, are... You didn't like all those punts? <laughs> Man, <laughs> yo, okay. Stefan Gilmore stepped up last year. Okay, that's all I can say. My defense was uh, my defense was elite. What? So wait, are are we suggesting an over? Yes, one hundred percent over. Time? Like, dude, I I, I, I I'm surprised. Oh, you know what the line is on the under over under? Of course I do. Fifty-four point five. I know. Every, that's, it's fifty-four point five. I would take. I'm the taking over. the over. That's a, you know what yeah. the, what the crazy part is I I would even uh, set that as my first half over. No, <laughs> that's the crazy part. No, dude, are you kidding me? Dude, KC two games ago with Houston put up what twenty six yeah. or twenty seven points in the second quarter alone. Yeah. 
Yeah, but keep in mind that's Houston's defense, which yeah, is actually it's pretty not, good. It's not that it's not that not good. strong, but the front line is pretty good. For it's Houston. not that good, dude. No, they, I mean they JJ yeah. Watt's like walking around and he's like a he's zombie. He's got one arm. Yeah. He's got a torn pec. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but like these are two legit off, uh, legit. Uh, these are two legit defenses, but I still think it's just gonna be an absolute shootout. So I think fifty. I think over fifty-four point five is a lock. I think you lock. guys are also. Un- well, you're not rich, but I think Kev, you should know this too. I think you're underestimating the Super Bowl experience of Jimmy Garoppolo. The guy's I got mean, two rings, man. He's yeah, cold-blooded. Thanks to Brady. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> throw. Dude, dude, he's gonna throw. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. That's all I can say. This is the dude, real goal. Kev, Kev th- that th- dude, th- the experience that uh, <laughs> that Wendy's talking about, a guy. Jimmy G through all six th- of the throws he's going to make that entire game. Yeah. That's true. He's going to be the six best throws of his life. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, if that's the case, they're not going to win. If Jimmy G is going to throw six passes, they're not going to win. Patrick Mahomes is going to throw a touchdown yeah. on, like, the second or third pass every drive. Probably. Jimmy yeah. G has to throw to catch up every single time. He's not going to throw. They're going to run like a million not different. Like, wait, dude, they're going to run so Kansas many. G- Chiefs like, are not going to throw. Oh, no. Sorry. I, I mean, Casey's going to throw. But, okay, dude, okay. the Niners are going to match him with like the weirdest jet sweeps and everything. They're going <laughs> to they're going to run. Why are dude, jet sweeps still so- a thing is my question. I thought that was Why like we, we grew out of it. a while. That was like a fun trick play in high school. <laughs> I don't know why that's still a thing. You know, it would be man. fun oh, if George, if they did gave George Kittle a rush. Yeah. They did a jet sweep. I, I think that would be sweet. That would be incredible. That would be sweet. Dude, they they got so many. Uh, oh, man. I'm I'm just looking at all these picks. Oh. Well, how we're salivating I, over a jet I, sweep. That's dude, I'm going to. Oh. Heaven, I'm going to. I'm going to send. I'm going to send so hard this weekend. There's so what, many what picks is, here. And I'm what's gonna, the problem yeah, yeah, for. Debo Samuel rushing the attempts. Uh, let me see. That's a good question. Because I would take the over on whatever they give. Whatever they give, sure. Um, let's see. Uh, the spread on the game, by the way, is one is one point five uh, minus one point five on the uh, on the KC Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty much like straight up. Like I'm taking San Francisco. I think San Francisco is going to win. Yeah, I'm going to, you know what? I'm just going to start making my bets right now because I'm going to flip flop so much as the week goes on. So here we go. Um, I'm just going to take the San Fran money line and we're going to move on from there. Um, Let's see. There's 62 different bets for player props. Oh, I love this. Oh, this is awesome. Uh, Debo Samuel uh, receiving yards, 56.5. You said rush yards? Rushing attempts. Rushing attempts. It's a great question. Let's see. Um, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo passing yards under. They What's said two thirty-eight point five. Um, yeah, Mahomes is at two. Mahomes is at. Oh man, Mahomes is at four hundred point five. Oh yeah, that makes God. sense. I would take the over. I'll take the over. Really? I'll take the you over. Think he's... I, 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 no, I would take uh, the under. That's a lot. Uh, I'm taking the over. Four hundred yards is a lot, man. I'm taking the over. 
What do you uh, mean? Uh, it's going to be a heavy throwing game. This guy's this guy's going to throw yeah. for like 500. I mean, dude, Brady, like Super but, Bowl, it's a throwing match when you have a good quarterback. You look at Brady. Remember uh, Philly versus uh, yeah. New England a few years ago when both teams went for 500 yards in the air? It, well, it, was, yeah, a, it was a rough, rough Super Bowl. Super Bowl. But, but also keep in, keep in mind it's a really good defense and – the Niners are going to run the ball a lot and kill a lot of clock. Yeah. Like they're going to force. The defense, so, but for, it's also Patty Mahomes. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Dude, the, Niners the, can, the Niners can rush four and just drop the rest of the guys back and like still get home. Like they did you see the stat where it's like teams that have over fifty five sacks during the regular season have like I don't know they've won a lot of Super Bowls in the last couple of years just because like. You can get that pressure on him. Like, mm-hmm. you got speed on that defense. He's not going to be doing those runs for 30 yards. And of course, now he will rip off a 40 yard run. But yeah, I think so. I think, oh, 400 yes. yards. It's a lot. I, I, I might go. I, I might take the under. There's, <laughs> uh, there's, there's no prop bet on rushing yards for Debo. There's just a bunch of rec- there's just a bunch of receiving yards, dude. There's some crazy numbers here for Jimmy Garoppolo. Like people think that he's gonna be throwing a lot. Like the over under on pass attempts is twenty nine point five. Wow, twenty nine point five. Yeah. Yikes. I'll take. Oh, I'm gonna gamble so much. <laughs> My man is salivating oh, so oh. Come on, you still got to uh, put a roof over your head. Like that, that yeah, should yeah, be a I, under, I, I, under, I understand that. I got four units already in, and I'm making picks as we're recording. Um, oh, God, this is awesome. Anyways, uh, yeah, I got to yeah, stop. We're, we're getting so uh, sidetracked um, from the podcast, and it's my mind is uh, elevating um, over there. Okay, um, but the, uh, at the end of it, we have wait. two to one, two San Fran, one uh, for KC. Yeah. That's where we're at? Okay. And then I'm guessing if KC wins Mahomes, his MVP. Correct. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, who who wins MVP for uh, the Niners? Would it be Greg Greg slash George Kittle? Uh, I think the could, could a defensive guy win an MVP? Because oh. yeah. I'm yeah. saying if the Niners win, Bosa would have like six, seven sacks. Yeah, yeah. No. I think yeah. Bosa. If I had to take someone on the Niners, it would be Bosa or Mostert. Or like whatever running back they decide. Yeah, whoever. Yeah, whoever's. Yeah, whoever's. <laughs> yeah, whoever's RB one is gonna win that. Like Matt Breida or most. I think Tevin Coleman's done. Yeah. Well, apparently he's, he's gonna play through it, but I, I. Of course he is. He's got like a torn label, man. I don't know. No, that. Or George Greg Kittle's been playing through that. So. Yeah. So uh, Greg. <laughs> Um, George, so George, so George Kittle is playing with a torn labrum and he's not getting surgery on it after the season because he has to keep lifting, which is the ultimate football guy thing. Um, let's see. You got to respect it. Uh, man's just trying to get big out here. Uh, but by, by the way, now, uh, do you, do you know how, uh, how units work? Have you ever heard anybody like no. describe units to you when it comes? So uh, Kev, you want to describe units? Real so quick, the whole, for, whole for, idea behind units is to make sure, um, you know, you don't uh, shame somebody on how much money they wager. So <laughs> yeah. it's just like a, it's an arbitrary uh, a number. Basically, everyone's unit is completely different. So like, say, if one person's unit is like ten dollars, the other person's could be five dollars. So instead of yeah. being like, hey, I put, you know, twenty dollars, it's like yeah, I put yeah. in mm-hmm. two units or three units yeah. just so you don't get mm-hmm. shamed. on it. That's all. 
Oh, exactly. So like we, so yeah. Yeah. So like I accept the fact that I have a problem when it comes to gambling on football. So (laughs) in order to not disclose how much money I spend on a weekly basis, I create an arbitrary unit. So for Kevin, for example, and a unit might be like 20, $25 for me, it might be 10. So if I say I'm wagering five units this week, that's 50 bucks. But the person uh, okay. who's asking me, he has no idea. My yes. five units might be like two, 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 and it's only ten dollars. Yeah. When really, I have a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, but you're so, the only person who knows how big of a problem you have. Exactly, yes. I like that. One hundred percent. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah. But, so when you say on Monday that you've lost ten units, I might be like, oh, okay, that doesn't sound too bad. Exactly. And you're just like the meme of the guy in the burning house and you're like, yes, 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 exactly. Very accurate. I get it. Exactly. Exactly. Like you think everything's fine. Meanwhile, I'm struggling to pay rent over here for the month. (laughs) Um, but anyways, yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm putting my laptop on eBay. I'm selling, (laughs) I'm I'm trying to find a roommate in my one bedroom apartment over here. (laughs) Um, anyways, guys, we got, we got to wrap this one up. Um, Before we do, another quick reminder, ballandroll.com, your place for the best basketball content on the web, shop.ballandroll.com, your place for the hottest merch on the web. Now, Wendler, thank you for joining us. This has been awesome. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Anyways, go Niners, money, go Niners money line, and every other bet that I make between now and Sunday. Until next time. Peace.